Well, grace and peace, everyone. Good evening to each and every one of you. Welcome to another Equipping Bible Study with Beyond the Four Walls Ministries. I am Pastor Monica, and on behalf of my husband, Pastor Eric Wesson, we would like to say welcome to those of you that are connected uh, on this evening for the first time. And to our BTFW family, we thank God for you, for your consistency, and as well as your faithfulness. And so on tonight, we're going to get right into our time of study, um, as well as um, take any questions that you may have. Uh, I encourage you to go ahead and submit it over. Um, if you have any questions regarding last week's teaching, but you forgot to submit it over, or if you have any questions about what we're gonna be uh, discussing on tonight as we're going through our lesson. We're not gonna be with you long on tonight, but if there is a question about what, it, what we're going to talk about, uh, on this evening, I encourage you to connect with us at btfwcm.org. And so I would love to go ahead and open up in a word of prayer. Um, and if you have a prayer request, we encourage you to go uh, still to btfwcm.org. Click on that tab that says prayer requests, submit your requests over. And uh, once you do that, we want you to know that we will be praying with you and for you. So on tonight. Uh, let's go uh, to the word of the Lord, and I'm going to open up in prayer. Uh, but as I'm praying, I encourage you to go, uh, I want you to go with me rather to 2 Chronicles uh, chapter 20. We're going to be uh, coming from 2 Chronicles chapter 20 on this evening. So I'm going to give you a moment uh, to just gather yourselves. And while you're doing that, I want you to make sure you invite someone to church tonight. And so they're going to say to you, well, how can I come to church with you if it's at 7 p.m.? Let them know you can join in with me right from the comfort of your home. And so go ahead and share uh, this with someone that you know that can use some encouragement on this evening. So let's go ahead into a word of prayer. Father, we thank you. We praise you. We honor you. We give you all the glory that is due your holy name. Father, we just ask you on tonight, God, that something will be said, Father, to encourage um, our viewing audience as well as a listening audience on tonight. God, we thank you, Father, because you are great and greatly to be praised, and we honor you, and we give you all the glory, Father. Save someone on tonight, Father. Encourage someone on tonight. Bless in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. So listen, we're going to go to the word of the Lord, Second uh, Chronicles chapter 20, and we're going to be covering actually uh, verses one through uh, let's see, verses one through, da, 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 verses one through 21. Okay, we're going to be covering that on tonight. I am not going to read all of the verses, but what I'm going to share with you on this evening is going to make a lot of sense to you when you go back, because I'm going to encourage you to do that, to go back and read the entire a chapter of Second Chronicles chapter 20. Um, actually, Second Chronicles chapter 20, verses 1 through 21, all right? So let's look at the word of the Lord on this evening. For those of you that are with, were with us on last week, our BCFW family and our visitors, returning visitors, uh, we talked about 
uh, hindrances to our prayer walk. We talked about that. And on this evening, we're going to continue in that vein of prayer um, and along with one other element that we're going to add on to that prayer. And so um, one of the things the Lord had said to us uh, a few, maybe on last week, as a matter of fact, that uh, to encourage the people of God uh, to remain in a posture of prayer. And so if you have seen or if you have been experiencing uh, some areas in your life where you know uh, that your prayer life has been has, has um, dwindled down just a little bit, I encourage you to make sure to get that fire back, um, especially now with so much that is going on uh, in our world, in our society. We as believers in Christ Jesus cannot leave all of the praying to uh, uh, to the intercessors, but each and every one of us should be praying and should be seeking the Lord every single day. I'm not saying that you have to stay on your knees uh, 24 hours a day, but you should be walking around uh, with the spirit of prayer in your heart, with the prayer in your heart so that you will know what the Holy Spirit is saying and concerning your life, as well as your family, your church family, and, you know, just praying all together. So I want to encourage us on tonight. Before we get into Second Chronicles, I want to encourage us to get back. If you have uh, found yourself uh, dwindling, your prayer life kind of becoming a little dull, I want to encourage you on this evening to get back to that place of prayer. Because let me tell you something, some things, and we're going to find that out in Second Chronicles on tonight, but some things are not going to come uh, uh, but through prayer. And so the Lord wants us as a people of God, and let me tell you, we've all been there. I've been there. I'm sure you've been there. If you're not there, uh, we all have experienced where uh, our prayer lives are not where they need to be. And so on tonight, I just want to encourage us uh, to get rid of the prayerlessness. God is saying that he wants us as a people to get back to a place of prayer prayer, to posture our, thank you God, to posture ourselves back into a place of prayer and to understand that some things are not going to happen, but everything is going to be done in this season, in this time, through the times of prayer and fasting. I don't want to uh, get ahead of myself, but let's look at Second Chronicles on this evening uh, in chapter 20, and we see here that what has happened and what has taken place, I got to put my glasses on, but what has happened here in Second Chronicles, uh, there was a war that was surrounding nations. There was a war that actually had taken place, uh, that had taken place in the nation. Um, uh, and so let's look at it here. I'm going to read a few verses, and then I want to give you on tonight, we're going to actually be talking about uh, some of the ingredients or some of the essential ingredients that uh, we can take from this particular chapter or text on this evening. So let's talk about the essential ingredients uh, that we can take away 
from when we decide and when we focus our lives on the um, the atmosphere or on of the spirit of prayer, when we take our focus off of where we are. I'm, I, I feel like I'm already in the lesson, but when we take our lives, when we take our hands off of the situation, God then will begin to work. Let's look here at 2 Chronicles chapter 20, and it says here, after this, the armies of the Moabites, the Ammonites, and some of the, the Menunites uh, declare war on uh, Jehoshaphat excuse me, on Jehoshaphat, messengers came and told Jehoshaphat what was taking place, okay? It, there was a vast army from Edom is marching against you from behind the Dead Sea. When the messengers had came, they told uh, uh, Je uh, Jehoshaphat what was taking place, what was coming up against him. Uh, and, and so here, and he says that they are already at, you know, this place, okay? And so Jehoshaphat was terrified. The word of the Lord lets us know in verse number three, it says that Jehoshaphat was terrified by this news and he begged the Lord for guidance, okay? He began to beg the Lord for guidance and he also ordered everyone in Judah to begin fasting. He ordered everyone in Judah and that particular of uh, the people that he were leading, he ordered them to fast. Okay. It says that so people from all the towns of Judah came to Jerusalem to seek the Lord's help. Okay, so here it is right here. Let me just let you know what I get out of these first few verses that we can actually see here before I give you some of the essential ingredients that uh, we can take from this chapter and we be and that we can begin to apply it to our lives, uh, our personal lives as well as our families, uh, those that we come in contact with. We're, I want to encourage you to share that with these essential ingredients, even with them on tonight. So let's look here. First of all, uh, uh, these messengers came and told Jehoshaphat what was coming up against him, a vast army, okay? Jehoshaphat was terrified. No doubt, when I look at that word terrified, perhaps he became fearful. He became, uh, uh, as the word of the Lord says, terrified, scared, okay, uh, by this news. And he he did not take the matters into his own hands. And so what I begin, as I begin to read this, including myself, the Holy Spirit uh, shows us here that Jehoshaphat did not take matters into his own hands. He could have said, okay, I'm going to take matters into my own hands now, and then I'm going to go and beg the Lord for guidance. No, what he did was, by the news that was given to him, what he did was, he begged, he began to seek the Lord for guidance right then and there. Not only did he, as the leader, seek the Lord for guidance, but he also ordered every one in Judah to begin to fast, okay? To begin to fast. It says, so people from all of the towns of Judah came to Jerusalem to seek the Lord's help. Now here it is. Jehoshaphat stood before the community of Judah and Jerusalem in front of the new courtyard at the temple of the Lord. This is what he did. And this is where our essential ingredients are going to be drawn out of from verse number six all the way uh, to verse number 
uh, uh, 12, okay? I'm going to give you some ingredients. I want you to get your paper, your pen, your notebook, your journals, whatever you use to take your notes. I want you to get that out right now because this is what we're going to get from here. It says that he prayed, okay? So he begged the Lord for guidance. He, he um, ordered everyone to begin fasting, right? And then the people from all of the towns came to Jerusalem to also seek the Lord's help. Can I tell you that some things as a leaders, right? Because we are all leaders in our own right. Whether we are a leader at BTFW, uh, whether we, but all of us are, is some type of a leader. Whether you are a leader in your home, whether you are a leader on your job, wherever, all of us have some type of leadership capacity that we serve in. And even if you're single, you are a leader of your house, right? So these people, they listened to their leader, Jehoshaphat. Jehoshaphat told them what they needed to do. Although Jehoshaphat was terrified, although he was fearful, guess what? He did not allow that fear, God, I thank you, to keep him from seeking the Lord for guidance, okay? So the people from all of the towns of Judah, and then he says he prayed, okay? And here's the prayer right here. I, I do want to read this prayer here. I want to read this prayer and then I'm going to come back and I'm going to give you the essential ingredients. But one, before I, I read this prayer, I want us to know uh, uh, first and foremost is that there are some things, there are some things, uh, according to Matthew 17 and 21, let's look at, let's look here for a moment. And why am I giving you Matthew 17 and 21? You may say, well, uh, Pastor Monica, you're getting off the topic. I'm not getting off the topic tonight. I want to give this to you. Okay. Go with me to Matthew 17 and 21. Okay, I want to give this to you because the people fasted. Now, some people will say, because, see, here's the thing. Uh, 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 Matthew 17 and 21 is very powerful. Here, look here for a minute. He says, um, afterwards, okay, let me look here. It says, I got my glasses on and I still can't see. Let's see. Okay, it says that you don't have enough faith. Okay, go down to verse number uh, twenty. 21. Okay. My, my, this Bible here actually, uh, skipped, you know, this is why we have to be very careful, but I have it right here. It says that, uh, these kind will come out, but by fasting and praying, we, we got to remember that there are some things that not prayer alone will get the job done. But in this season, in this time, what I believe the Lord is saying unto us as a ministry BTFW to our visitors on tonight, that there are some things that are not going to happen unless we mix the, with the prayer with fasting. He says that these kinds, some things are not going to happen uh, unless we pray and we fast. These kind come out, will only come out, but by uh, prayer and fasting, fasting and praying. And so uh, Matthew 17 and 21 is a very powerful uh, verse there because everyone knows that the, the power of prayer is, is, it is, um, uh, is, is unmovable. Okay. Uh, it is the presence in our spiritual life. It is one of the keys. It is the key to uh, a part of the key mixed with the word of God in our growth, in our Christian walk with God, okay? However, fasting is the twin 
cousin everyone seems to forget about. Why is it that we seem to, because even in this Bible, I should have had my other Bible with me. That's why you got to be very careful because some versions actually omit some verses and that's a whole nother topic. But I always encourage you to have uh, your, your King James version with you because that's the original version. And then there is, uh, you know, you have your study Bible, okay? And this year I have my study Bible. So the verse 21 was not there. However, I know what the word of the Lord says. So when we look at Matthew uh, 17 and 21, we understand that uh, uh, the Bible says that these kind will come out but by fasting and praying. And so fasting is the twin cousin everyone seems to forget about. And so we as a people of God should not underestimate fasting as a powerful weapon in the spiritual arena in the fight against principalities, powers, rulers of darkness and, and of this world and so forth and on, even according to Ephesians chapter six, verse number 12. And so why did I pause right there to give you that verse? That is because here we understand that prayer alone was not going to just get the job done against this vast army that came up against uh, and that had declared war against uh, Jehoshaphat, okay? So he ordered the people to fast, and then he began to pray. Let's look here at what the prayer was in verse number six. I want you to go there with me. If you're just joining in with us, go with us to 2 Chronicles chapter 20. The purpose of us bringing uh, this scripture on tonight was because I had I, that purpose in our mind to finish our lesson from first Peter chapter three, but I felt in my spirit that uh, many needed this encouraging word on tonight. And so I wanted to just kind of, and we're still talking about prayer. We, we were not, we're not deviating from that, but, but I felt like the Holy Spirit wanted to encourage his people on tonight with this. Now here's, here's the thing. He says, here's the prayer. He says, he prayed, Oh Lord, God of our ancestors, you alone are the God who is in heaven. You are ruler of all the kingdoms of the earth. You are powerful and mighty. No one can stand against you. Oh, our God, did you not drive out those who live in this land? Notice here that in the, in the beginning of this prayer, Jehoshaphat is speaking well of, of God. He's speaking well of him. He's telling him who he is, right? And then he says, he reminds him of what he has done before, okay? When you come to God in prayer, you know, instead of going and saying, God, I need this, God, I need that, he says, he, what Jehoshaphat did was he began to speak well of God, right? He, he invoked it. He, it, was a, it was a part where he invoked the presence of God by speaking well of who he was, okay? And so he says here, oh, our God, did you not drive out those who live in this land? When your people, Israel, arrived, he says, and did you not give this land forever? 
the descendants of your friend Abraham? He's asking God these questions. First, he speaks well of him. Then he goes on to say, he, he reminds God of what he's done. However, he's asking him in the form of a question, right? Or questions. He says, your people settled here and built this temple to honor your name. He says, they said, wherever or whenever we are faced with any calamities such as war, plague, or famine, we can come to stand in your presence because or before this temple where your name is honored. We can carry out uh, cry out, excuse me, we can cry out to you and save us, to save us. And he says, and you will hear us and rescue us. He says, and now see what the armies of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Sir are doing. You will not let our ancestors invade those nations when Israel left Egypt. So they went around them and they did not destroy them. Now see, they, they reward us. For they have come to us to throw us out of your land. Now see, Jehoshaphat is telling God now what these people have came to do. Not that God has not didn't know, but Jehoshaphat is, is kind of making his request known. He, he is stating his claim through this prayer. Okay, now skip down for, with me uh, to verse number 12. He says, oh, our God, won't you stop them? We are powerless against this mighty army that is about to attack us. We do not know what to do, but we are looking to you for help. Jehoshaphat puts it back in the hands of God. And he's asking him, God, will you stop them, right? There are many of you out there on tonight, your war uh, your army that has come up against you may not be this type of army. However, there is a vast army that has come up against you. There, there, there may be there an army that come that has come up against you on your job, uh, in your family, in your finances. There is a vast army that has come up against you. However, he says, we'll, he says, we do not know what to do. God is waiting for you to take your hands off of it and begin, God, I thank you, and begin to tell him and to put it back in his hands and to let him know, God, I really don't know what to do in this situation. I've tried everything that I knew how to do. Now, God, I am putting it all on you. However, if we go by the example of Jehoshaphat, he did not try to take it in his own hands. He immediately put it into God's hand, okay? And so now, as all, in verse 13, it says, now as all the men of Judah stood before the Lord with their help, with their little ones, their wives and children, the spirit of the Lord came upon one of the men standing there. There were their children, there was um, their little ones, the wives, there were, uh, there were families that were represented there, right? And so the spirit of the Lord, notice here that they fasted and they prayed until they received a word from God. I need to tell somebody that on tonight, that is not one of the ingredients that I have here. However, well, yes it is, but not this part, that they fasted and prayed until they received 
received a word from God. They fasted and they prayed until they received a word from God. Somebody needs to hear that again. They fasted and they prayed until they received a word from God. I know that you just want to stick with the, 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 the portion of praying, but God says that you got to add the twin to it, right? You got to add the twin cousin to it, which is fasting. You got to push that plate back. I know you want to keep eating uh, the Popeye's chicken and the Bojangles and all of that, but God is saying what is going to happen and in order for you to see the supernatural breakthrough that you want to see, not for yourself, but for your family, for the for, for whatever else that you have before me. He says, what I need for you to do is I need you to sacrifice that meal. I need you to sacrifice so that I can, so that you can receive the word that you have been seeking me for. They fasted and they prayed until they received a word from God. Somebody needs to hear that on tonight. They fasted and they prayed until they received a word from God. Well, Pastor Monica, why do you keep repeating that? Because I need you to get that. God is saying that you have to go an extra mile. There is something else that is required of you in order for this breakthrough to come into full uh, fruition into full manifestation. He is saying they fasted and they prayed until they received a word from God. Did you hear that on tonight? So what you are waiting for and what you are seeking God for, he says, I dare you on tonight at 12 midnight to begin to turn down your plate and to mix it with Prayer. And here's another thing to mix it with prayer, fasting, and the word of God until and keep doing it. Yeah, keep doing it until you receive the word, until you receive the breakthrough that you need. So here it is in verse 13. Y'all, I didn't even get to the ingredients yet, but I promise you we're going to get there. Okay, here it is right here in verse 13. It says, as all of the men or all of the men of Judah stood before the Lord with their little ones, their wives and their children, the spirit of the Lord, it wasn't not man. He said, but the spirit of the Lord, here is the answer right here. The spirit of the Lord came upon one of the men standing there. This is why we have to be very careful uh, who we dismiss. We have to be, be, be very careful because we don't know where the answer is coming from. Come on, somebody. We do not know where the answer is coming from. It says that one of the men standing there, that means that God has no response respect of persons. He says that one of the men was standing there. His name was Jehaziel. He says, son of Zechariah, a Levite who was a descendant of Asaph. He says, he said, listen, all you people of Judah and Jerusalem. He says, listen, Okay, he says, listen, King Jehoshaphat. First, he says, listen to all you people. Then he says, listen to King Jehoshaphat, the leader. He says, this is what the Lord says. Do not 
be afraid. Somebody needs to catch that right there. He says, do not be afraid. Okay, the next thing he says, I need y'all to catch this on tonight. I know many of you have read this uh, scripture before, but this is going to be like fresh revelation for many of you on tonight. Why? Because a vast army has now come up against you and you have been walking around in fear and in intimidation. But the Lord would have me to tell you on tonight. He says, do not be afraid. He says, do not be discouraged. Here's what the, the word of the Lord that came. They fasted and they prayed until they received a word from the Lord. The word was, it said, do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged by this mighty army for the battle is not yours, but God. I can really stop right there. We can close down the Bible study for this evening because that is that that's a whole mouthful. That is a whole handful right there. He says, do not be afraid. Don't be discouraged by this mighty army. In other words, what is in front of you, what you are seeing uh, with a temple, with a natural eye. Do not be afraid. By this mighty army, for the battle is not yours, but God. Tomorrow, march out against them. Here's the instructions, because they were waiting for a word. God gave them the word. Then he, gave, then he gives them the uh, uh, other part of the instructions. Tomorrow, march out against them. You will find them coming up through the accent of Z's. He said, at the end of the valley, that open, he's telling them where they're coming from, okay? He says, but you will not even need to fight. He says, I know they're coming. He says, but you're not even going to need to fight. He says, take your position. God, hallelujah. Some of you have moved out from where you were, where you were positioned. But God is saying on tonight, he says, take your position and then stand still and watch. Stand still and watch. The Lord's, stand still and watch. Excuse me, I probably need to put my glasses back on, okay? He says, stand still and watch the Lord's victory because he is with you. Oh, people of Judah and Jerusalem. Then he tells them again. He says, do not be afraid. He reiterated, do not be afraid or discouraged. Go out against them tomorrow for the Lord is with you. Then King Jehoshaphat bowed low with his face to the ground. Hallelujah. Oh my God. Come on, somebody. He, 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 he took his face and he put it, bowed low with his face to the ground. And all of the people of Jerusalem and Judah of Jerusalem did the same worshiping the lord listen when the lord has already given you the word you yourself when is the last time you bowed low when is the last time you got low and you begin to worship god come on out of yourself worship god out of where you were and what you have seen with that natural with your natural eye regarding that vast army that has come up against you right he says that he bowed low he got down and he began to worship. Ah, come on, somebody. Let's, let's just take a moment and lift our hands and worship the Lord. He worshiped the Lord. Then the Levites from the clans, okay? And then it says, uh, they stood to praise the Lord, the God of Israel, with a very loud shout. Early the next morning, the army of Judah went on or went out into the wilderness. 
And on the way, Jehoshaphat stopped and said, listen to me, all you people of Judah and Jerusalem, believe in the Lord your God, and you will be able to stand firm. So Jehoshaphat did the word that God had given to Jehoshaphat and the people through one of the men that was standing there. Jehoshaphat, the next morning, he reminded them of the word that God had spoken. God, I thank you, had spoken uh, unto them. He said, believe in the Lord your God, and you will be able to stand firm, believe in his prophets, and you will succeed. After consulting the people, after giving the people, right, and reassuring them, the king of appointed singers. Come on, somebody. He appointed singers to walk ahead of the army, to get ahead of where this vast army was, singing to the Lord and praising him for his holy splendor. This is what they say. Give thanks unto the Lord, for he is faithful and his love endures forever. Come on, somebody. I said something right there. I said, give thanks unto the Lord. I, before I give you these ingredients, before we close on tonight, come on, I know this is supposed to be Bible study, but I just feel the, the Holy Spirit right through here. I need you to give thanks unto the Lord. Why? Because he is faithful and his love would never fail. He is faithful and his love will never fail. His love will endure forever. His love will endure until the end. His love will endure forever. Now, here's the thing that I want to give us on tonight before I let you go, because now we can see how God came through for these people, how he came through for Judah and Jerusalem and Jehoshaphat. But this is what I want to give to you. And this is what I gather from this particular prayer uh, in, um, Second Chronicles chapter six uh, and verses uh, go all the way up to verse number uh, uh, 13, okay? So here it is right here. And, and then we're gonna let you go, all right? Here it is. Uh, the first thing that we can take away from this prayer that was prayed through Jehoshaphat, right? When he, when he went to the Lord and he prayed, right? Okay, we already got that fasted. Uh, they fasted and they prayed until they received a word from the Lord, okay? The next thing was is that he committed uh, uh, to uh, the situation, he committed the situation to God and not to man or into his own hands. He committed the situation to God and not to man. He committed the situation not within himself, but to God. The other thing is, is that he sought God's favor because he recognized the people that he was leading was God's people. Can I tell some of you out there tonight? whether you're a leader in BTFW or whether you are a leader that's just joining in with us on this evening, that Jehoshaphat recognized that in order to get clear direction, in order to get what uh, the people needed, he recognized, God, these people, are they don't belong to me. So in order for me to understand or to get uh, instructions, God, I understand that these are your people. And because these are your people, I need you to give me divine direction. When we get back to that place and, and, and putting it totally back into God's hands and recognizing that these people don't belong to us, God has entrusted these people to us 
Come on, somebody. BTFW, you don't belong to us, but God has instructed us. He has given you all to us. Come on, somebody, so that you, so that we can uh, hear God, so that we can go to God and pray on your behalf, right? Not just pray on your behalf, but also for you to pray. But we have to remember that you do not belong to us. You belong to God. Come on, let, let, let's give you the other ingredient. He acknowledged, Jehoshaphat acknowledged the sovereignty of God over the current situation. He acknowledged the sovereignty of God over the current situation. The next thing was is that he praised God and he took comfort in the promises of God. Listen, that is why the enemy does not want us to read the word of God. That is why he wants us to stay empty from, uh, from Monday all the way into Saturday. Why? Because if we dare to begin to open up the word of God and find out what the promises of God says, uh, to us and about our situation, guess what? Our situation will begin to line up with what the word of God has said about us or about our situation, right? So, so we, he, he acknowledged the sovereignty of God over, okay? He, he exalted the sovereignty of God above his situation, right? Or above the situation. Some of you are exalting uh, uh, your situation above God. And God is saying, I can't get no glory. Why? Because you keep exalting the situation above me. But if you dare begin to exalt me above the situation, then guess what? You, you, you are bound to get the victory, right? Okay. So here's the other thing is that he, 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 uh, he professed, uh, he, uh, proclaim complete dependency on God and not himself for the deliverance of the people. That's why he commanded them to fast and to pray, okay? He, he, he recognized, God, I have to totally depend upon you. I have to totally depend upon you. That's the only way, God, that this is going to get done, okay? I believe that we, if this can be done, this is a great example uh, to all of us, is that we have to focus. We have to shift our focus completely on God, we, and I know it's not easy, but we've got to allow our focus to be uh, to be shifted uh, on on what God says about our situation. And when we begin to do that, what is going to happen is that situation is going to have to begin to line up with what God has said and is saying out of the Holy Word of God out of the holy word of God. So remember, they fasted and they prayed. He sought God. Uh, he sought God's favor. He sought God for direction, right? For the people that he was leading. He acknowledged, listen, uh, those of you that are families out there, right? Men, okay? If you're ahead of your household, you got to seek God for the leading and for the guidance of for your family. And if you're a single parent, you got to seek God for the leading, for the guidance of and for your family. If you are single, you should be seeking God. Come on, somebody. And you may be saying, well, Pastor Monica, I don't want to hear that on tonight because, you know, every time I feel like I'm seeking him, things are not changing. Guess what? Stay right there until you get the complete answer that you need from God. Come on, somebody. Some This generation where we live in right now, guess what? 
Nobody want to toil no more. Nobody want to tarry, right? I know that's the word that we we used uh, back in in uh in in you know in old school time, right? When I was a little girl, they would use that word tarry, okay? Tarry, wait there until you get the word, until you receive the direction that you need, all right? We can all uh, afford to push our plates back, okay? Including me. We can all afford to push that plate back so that we can get the answer that we need from the Lord, okay? Again, he professed complete dependency on God. Give thanks unto the Lord, for he is faithful and his love endures forever. If you miss any part of the ingredients that I have just given to you, we're going to make sure that we share it so that you can take it and meditate on it all the way up until Sunday. But what I want to encourage you all on tonight is that I want to encourage you uh, to make sure that you are allowing God to take full control of your situation. Allow him, because can I tell you, as they begin to praise God, as they begin to, you know, say, praise God, you know, uh, you know, your, your mercy endured forever. Give thanks unto the Lord. That is giving praise unto the Lord. Listen, when we begin to do that, our praise will begin to proceed victory. I said something right there. As you begin to do that, as you be, as you begin to take your eyes off of the vast army that has come up against you, your praise will begin to precede your victory. Did you hear what I said? I said your praise. Your praise, not my praise, but your praise will begin to precede victory. Hallelujah. All right? So, so remember that. Remember that. Are you looking for victory on tonight? Are you expecting victory on tonight over the situation that you have in front of you, over this vast army that you have in front of you? What I want you to do is I need for you to stand up and begin to shout and begin to praise God and begin to thank God. Come on, after you have prayed about it, it is time to praise about it. Come on, hallelujah. After you done prayed, after you I'm fasting. Come on. It is time for you to praise about it. All right. So remember that. Remember that on tonight, people of God, because what happened was, what, what, well, if you want to take it and add it another way, God, when he responded, okay, when we put this all together, the Lord, as I said, uh, I don't think I said this part, but they, there were singers that was appointed, okay, there were singers that were appointed and praises, and he sent them, or yes, I did, he sent them in front, okay, he sent them in front of the army, and when that choir, when that, that, that whole choir, when they begin to, to come together, the word of the Lord even tells us, even in another version, that the Lord set ambushments against the men, okay, who had come up against Judah. Can I tell you that God is sending, God, I thank you, he is sending an ambushment against those who have come up, I need y'all to believe that on tonight, who has come up against you and those that are connected to you. Come on, somebody. I want you to know on tonight that the Holy Spirit is sending in an ambushment for that enemy that has come up against you. I can't hear nobody right there. And when it is all over, 
No one is going to be able to stand in your way because God is saying, now that you have given me full control over what was what you were facing in the natural, and as you understand that God, this battle is not mine, but it is yours. And because and because and because it is your battle, God, I already not going to wait until the battle is over, but I'm going to begin to pray. I'm going to begin to shout the victory before I see the victory. Why? Because praise will precede your victory. God, I think I think I want to preach that. Praise is going to precede your victory. Your victory. My victory. Come on, somebody. So you got to remember that on tonight. And remember, put those ingredients into practice. Put those ingredients into your everyday living. You may not need all of them, but you may need two of them. But whatever it is, I need you to uh, start applying it to your life. So what can I say as we're closing on tonight? All we need to do is begin to trust as we begin to praise. Sound the alarm on your situation. Sound the alarm on your situation. Sound the alarm on that vast army that has come up against you. Maybe it is an army that has come up against your children, right? Maybe it's a vast army that has come up against the ministry. Maybe it's a vast army that has come up against your marriage. Maybe it's a vast army that has come up against, uh, uh, you know, you on your job, whatever it may be. All I want you to do is recognize, begin to, uh, I like to say this, in, 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 uh, in the word of the Lord, in Chronicles, what you could do is you can go back and take that prayer and make that prayer your own. Yeah, make that prayer your own. Begin to edit. Okay, and begin to insert your name there. Begin to remind God, Lord, I remember when you did X, Y, and Z. God, I remember when I had this last situation and you brought me out. Come on, somebody. Begin to remind God. But before you remind him, begin to speak well of him. God, you're worthy. God, you're awesome. God, you're excellent. God, you are mighty. God, you are everything. God, we love you. God, we worship you. Come on. And then after you do that, then remind him. Come on, somebody, of what he's done before. Come on, somebody, to be thankful means to think about what God has done for you. And you may say, well, what are you doing, Pastor? Ma? I am trying to remind you that God is not a man that he should lie, neither the son of man that he should repent, but because his word says that he that has begun a good work in you, he will complete it because his word says that the battle is not yours. You got to take him at his word. Come on. You got to take God at his word. Whatever he has told you, you got to hold on to it. The problem is, the problem is, is that that process gets us all off course. Come on. When, when that process of what we see it in the natural causes us to move, come on, causes us to, to take our minds off of the promises of God. But what I need you to do on tonight is I need you to shift your focus back. Shift your focus back on the promises of God. God, shift your focus back. I need you to begin to, 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 uh, to begin to focus again on what the Holy Spirit has already said 
concerning your situation. What he's already said, I need you to shift your focus. I need you to take your hands off of it because the battle really does not belong to you. I need somebody to catch that. We, we all have read, uh, uh, maybe you have, maybe you haven't, but we all have heard of that before. God, uh, the battle is not mine. If you would really meditate on that, the battle really does not belong to you. The battle is not yours because if the battle really was yours, then you would have been able to solve it already. You can't solve it. You can't solve it. That is why the situation hasn't changed because you've been trying to solve it yourself. But God, God, I thank you. But the moment you decide in your mind that God, maybe, maybe the best army that is before you is your health. Maybe the vast army that is in front of you is foreclosure. Maybe the vast army that is in front of you is God. I don't know how my children's tuition is going to be paid, but God is saying, reminding me, remember when I brought you out the last time? Remember when uh, you didn't see and you didn't know how ways were going to be made over a year ago? Did I let you down? Did I not uh, make up, make true to my word? Did I stand by, did I not stand by my word? Well, what are you worrying about now? What are you worrying about now? God is saying, I got you. I need you to incorporate those essential ingredients from that prayer that Jehoshaphat prayed to the Lord. Let's pray on tonight and we will let you go. Listen, if you got something out of this on this evening, I want you to connect with us. If you have a question, I want you to connect with us. If you need prayer, I want you to connect with us on tonight. Come on, somebody. I want to pray with you. We want to pray with you. We're going to be standing in the gap, standing in prayer with you and for you. If this ministry has been a blessing to you, you can always, always connect with us, but you can always sow into the word of the Lord as well. Go to btfwcm.org. Remember 2 Chronicles chapter 20. And I want us on this evening uh, to remember the word of God. Remember the word of God that when he consulted, if you want to take one verse to focus on, when he consulted with the people, he appointed singers to sing to the Lord and praise him in their holy priestly garments as they went out before the army saying, give thanks to the Lord for his mercy and loving kindness endures forever. What does forever mean? Forever. Okay, forever is not going to end. Amen. Come on, let's pray. Father, in Jesus' name, God, we thank you tonight for your word. We praise you, holy God, for your people, God, that are viewing and that are listening in on tonight. We just ask you, oh God, that this word will fall on good grounds. Father, we ask you, oh God, that you would encourage each and every one, Father, that might be facing a vast army in their personal lives on today. We thank you, Father, that you are not going to disappoint because your word declares that we do not need to be discouraged. We do not need to be dismayed because the battle is not ours, but it is the Lord's. And so, Father, we thank you because you're going to get glory out of this situation. And we pray you and we honor you and we give you worship even on tonight and we ask you oh god that you will continue to keep your people let them know father that you have not left them hallelujah and the father teach us even the more god to trust in you with all of our hearts and lean not to our own understanding but to keep acknowledging you father and you 
will indeed direct our path. And we praise you and we thank you. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. And it is so. Amen. Listen, I love y'all. Pastor Eric loves you all. We will be back together again on next Wednesday at 7 p.m. Listen, don't come to church. Don't come to Bible study by yourself. I need you to share this with someone who you know that is looking to grow, looking to be equipped in their spiritual walk uh, with the Lord. Invite someone to Bible study. To further connect with us, visit us at btfwcm.org. We love each and, every, each and every one of you with the love of the Lord. Be blessed in Jesus' name.